So a recent CNBC article revealed that 76% of adults are making lifestyle changes to prepare for a potential recession. What does this mean for us as content creators, as entrepreneurs, as business owners? In this episode of the Think Media Podcast, I'm going to be breaking down three recession-proof YouTube strategies for 2023. We're going to be talking about some shocking stats about the state of the economy, how I personally turned adversity into an advantage during the last recession, what you can do right now as a content creator to survive and thrive in an uncertain economy, and why investing in YouTube and content creation is the best investment you can make right now. But this is what the CNBC article revealed. It says this, 76% of adults are making lifestyle changes to prepare for the potential recession. 84% of adults say they are concerned that a recession is on the horizon, a new survey shows. Let me ask you, are you concerned about 2023, about the state of the economy? Have you been making any changes. If you watch or listen to the Think Media podcast on YouTube, of course, tell me in the comments. And if you're just listening, of course, stick with me. But here's another stat. Additionally, 74% said their concerns about inflation have increased and 28% plan to cut back on holiday spending. And so I wanted to make sure that I record an episode for you about how do we respond to this? How am I thinking? How are we thinking at Think Media as we enter into a potential recession and a, for sure a uncertain economy. Well, the good news is that content creators have a unique advantage. In fact, there's an article on entrepreneur.com that the headline was why creators can weather a recession better than big business. And that's what we're here for. That's what the Think Media podcast is all about. How can you position yourself now, make smart moves, prepare ahead of time, not give in to fear, not get scared, but be prepared? And so uh, I have got three big ideas for you and really big strategies. And the first one is stay on offense. So sure, there's fear in the market. Sure, as we see new numbers come out and certainly as the Fed pushes interest rates up, uh, we're going to see what happens as the stock market's going down, as maybe housing at least is frozen right now, it may see a decrease, uh, supply chains, layoffs in tech companies, uh, unemployment could be rising. There's a lot of stuff happening. Number one, you got to stay on offense. One of the things I've learned is that you're not going to win a game by defense alone. Sure, defense matters. Sure, caution is important. Sure, there's it's good to have a strong defense, but the only way you can score is when you're playing offense. And so really in recessionary times, you have two choices. You can either be scared or you could be prepared. And there's three responses to fear. Flight, you run away. Freeze, you stop and do nothing. Or fight, you go on offense. So what are you gonna choose? Are you going to shrink back? Are you just going to freeze and hope everything blows over? Or are you going to fight? And what I've learned is that fear is a signal it's actually your choice on how you react to that signal. Do you run or do you fight? You know, what'll happen in recession is a lot of things that happen in culture is there is really mass psychosis. Really, there is like masses of people a lot of times move based on the mainstream narrative. But at the Think Media podcast, we do not give in to the mainstream 
narrative. We say that, okay, everyone else might be playing defense, but we're going to stay on offense. If everybody else is in fear, we're not going to give in to fear. We're going to stay in faith. And your action item for this is to double down on content creation. So literally, this is a time to say, what does staying on offense mean for you as a listener to this podcast? It means a doubling down of, of creating content. You know, back in 2020, when the lockdown started and when there was so much political upheaval and so much uncertainty and so much fear, one of the things that we observed was that a lot of people froze. A lot of people shrunk back. A lot of people froze. And on the one hand, I want you to hear my heart. I'm empathetic that if there's so much pressure around you and if your mental health needs a break, that maybe you should take some time off. However, what I noticed was that so many people lost ground. And one of the biggest things we did in 2020 during that time at Think Media was we stayed on offense. I want you to consider this. As you go into 2023, how can you double down on content creation? What we did was while everybody was shrinking back and things were shutting down, we actually started new shows. During that time, we started the uh, Coffee with Cannell show. Heather started the YouTube Made Simple show. We started to be even more intentional about publishing content. Why? Because we want to be top of mind and tip of tongue. Because we want to be the go-to person in our niche that continues to resource people with information, with encouragement, with content, with strategy. So if you want to see your business increase, if you want to see online revenue increase, you got to stay on offense and think about how you can publish more, not less, not how you can shrink back and reduce your posting schedule, not how you can just freeze and do nothing. How can you fight and stay on offense? Offense is your recession-proof strategy. And think about it. Maybe your YouTube channel is not monetized yet. But how do you ultimately make more revenue from the YouTube partner program? You post more videos and you get more views. Maybe you're doing affiliate marketing. How do you get more revenue? You rank more videos, get more views, and earn more money from affiliate marketing. So offense is the only game to play in content creation. You can't just sit around and rest on the videos you made yesterday. If they rank, that's great because you're still getting views, but you need to make videos today. Let me speak to you as a business owner. You need to go all in on offense and you need to go all in on YouTube. I spoke recently at uh, my friend Ryan Pineda's event uh, all about real estate. And I had a couple people come up to me after the session who were Video Ranking Academy students. And they said, hey, Sean, I got a YouTube channel, real estate agent. And they said, uh, I've got about a thousand subscribers. I've done five deals from my real estate channel in my local market. My friend, Real estate is frozen right now. Transactions are crashing like crazy right now. So how did this individual generate more sales in a very tough market for real estate agents? They were creating content on YouTube. So YouTube is how you stay in the top 10% of agents that are going to actually make it in hard times. See why some people freeze and why some people run away, you've got to fight. So if you're a business owner, while maybe different streams of revenue are drying up or different lead sources are drying up, you got to get creative and stay on offense. Let me speak to aspiring creators. 
this next decade is going to be the best decade on YouTube. But if you just wait another year, if you wait another two years before starting or really getting serious about your YouTube channel, you're just going to be further behind. You've got to stay on offense. And so I have action plans for each of these. There's these three strategies. And I actually have a fourth bonus strategy for you. So definitely watch or listen until the end. But uh, the first one is what is your YouTube channel business plan? For staying on offense, how do you actually get prepared using this strategy for 2023? You make a plan. How many videos are you going to post a week? Are you starting a video podcast? How are you chopping up your longer form videos into shorter form content? Is that part of your strategy? Does YouTube shorts come into a, a part of your strategy? Who is your YouTube channel for and what kind of content are you making for them? And how can you take that to another level next year? You know, there's a book I love. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And Robert talks about how his poor dad would say, oh, there's no way we can afford that. And his rich dad would say, how can we afford that? Like where there's a will, there's a way. And I bring that up related to creating more content. You might say, there's no way I could post more than I'm posting now. I'm already too busy. No, no, no. You change the question. How could I post more content? Could I actually start raising revenue now, lowering expensive, diverting energy more towards hiring maybe somebody to help editing a service to help me with video editing? How could I create more content? Because if I'm making, if I'm making smart strategic content, that is connected to monetization strategies or generating leads and sales and customers for my business, then more of that smart strategic content is gonna lead to more business. And maybe my business doesn't grow, maybe it just helps me hold territory. Like a great offense just means that I don't actually get taken out and swept away when the tide goes out, but I'm actually able to hold my ground. Why? Because I've got a smart YouTube channel business plan. Now, if you actually want more on this, I want to uh, let you know about a limited time sale that we have on our Video Ranking Academy program and some special bonuses. It's at learnvideo2023.com. And if you would say that I'm serious about growing my YouTube channel specifically next year, and I'm serious about putting together a plan and step-by-step -step knowing what am I going to do as far as content creation, what videos am I going to make, getting your YouTube channel strategy solid, learning everything we teach with our seven-hour system step-by-step, -step, as well as some really cool bonuses, I want to encourage you, if you're serious about YouTube right now, check out learnvideo2023.com to see that special offer. It's something that we put out just during our recent five-day challenge. And so that is ending soon. That special offer is uh, truly scarce. And so uh, if that link no longer works, it either redirects to some other webpage or it'll give you a countdown to that offer, which is ending soon. But number two is seize the opportunity. So number one is stay on offense. Number two is seize the opportunity. What do I mean? A recession is an opportunity for content creators. Now, I say this again with empathy. I understand that we're not celebrating the fact of the economic pain or hardship that's happening. But the truth is, content creators are uniquely positioned to benefit from recession. I recently interviewed Patrick Bet David when I was at his offices in Miami with Nolan Moult on the Think Media team. And I asked him, hey, what do you think is coming up when it comes to the economy? And he said, oh, there's going to be a lot more pain with what the Fed's raising rates, with you know 
the stock market going down more, housing market could get hit another 10, 20%, even more. And he's a real financial expert. I said, well, what about for content creators? And he goes, oh, content creators, this is going to be a huge opportunity. I said, why is that? And he said, well, one of the things that happens during recession is spending on alcohol goes up, spending on entertainment goes up, and people spending time at home wanting to consume more, learn a new skill, watching free content, YouTube content, whether they want to learn or be entertained, education or entertainment. Now, whether they pay for YouTube premium or not, remember, once you cross that monetization thread, uh, threshold, you earn money from views. So he was like, oh no, content creators are going to do amazing in the next couple of years, especially those that position themselves right. So number two, seize the opportunity is just this reminder that you should double down on making content and double down specifically on YouTube content. But when I specifically mean the opportunity, recession is an opportunity for entrepreneurs. You know, some of today's top companies started in a recession. Did you know that the Joe Rogan Experience podcast started in 2009. Fast, fast forward to 2022, that's 13 years later, and now Joe Rogan's the top podcaster. Spotify paid him $100 million to go over there. He still uploads his clips to his YouTube channel. You know, Airbnb, the online marketplace, started in 2008. MailChimp, 2009. Slack, 2009. Apple, um, had their restart. They got their second birth during the dot-com bubble of 2001, a recession. But here's what Tim Cook, Apple's former COO and current CEO said. He said, we believe in investing during downturns. So when you realize, number one, everyone is in fear or they're shrinking back or they're like, let me just ride this out. You No, you don't just ride this out. You stay on offense. You invest during downturns. This is when greatness is made. This is when pressure makes diamonds. This is when diamonds are made. Think Media was also founded in 2010 in the midst of an economic downturn and a recession. And so I want to encourage you to seize the opportunity. And if you haven't heard my story before, Think Media started during the hardest season of my life. And of my family's life, we had we were my wife and I were serving in ministry. We were interns at a church, helping in you know, a youth group that every Wednesday we were serving at. Eventually, the church hired me like quarter time, so I was paid like I don't know eight grand a year or something for uh, editing video for the church on the weekends, and not even for my youth ministry duties. I started a business called Clear Vision Media, where I was doing wedding videos and hip hop music videos. I was waiting tables at Red Robin. My wife was a Starbucks barista. She was a waitress at Anthony's in Muckleteo in Washington. And we were dual income, trying to pay for our house, which was on an 80-20 arm loan, these loans that I don't even think they're legal anymore uh, because they were given out during the bubble. And my wife got really sick, in fact, so sick that she almost died. And I've shared this story a couple of times before, right, where uh, she had a, a feeding tube. She, she got in the Philippines on a trip back in 2007, what's called gastroparesis. It triggered and maybe getting food poisoning triggered an idiopathic chronic illness called gastroparesis. At first, doctors didn't know what it was. And so for a couple of years, she was losing all this weight, throwing up 10 to 15 times a day. And eventually she had to get a feeding tube. They placed it wrong um, in her stomach. So instead of the liquid food going into her stomach, 
it was filling up her whole body cavity, which will suffocate your organs. And so crazy story, rush her to the hospital. We spent six days in the hospital by her side. During that time, we're losing our home. And we had a rental property as well. We're losing that. The tenant lost their job. So it was total carnage economically around us. My wife is no longer working and we couldn't afford to pay our mortgage because we each were working multiple jobs to be able to do that. And then on top of that, the church that we are a part of fell apart because of leadership failures and some people stealing some money. So you want to talk about like the compounding of pain and hardship in our lives and being truly in the midst of a recession when we could have for sure just ran away, ran away and hid and just like comfort and trying to escape reality. We could have ran away and or just froze and said, let's just rise this, ride this out. But I want to speak into your spirit on this podcast that friend, you can fight through this. When I look back, I think it was my faith in God. It was my commitment to prayer and the Bible was my commitment to staying in church. And it was my commitment to our vision, my commitment to my wife and my commitment to, to just like I'm telling you in this podcast to say, what are my options here to just shrink back, to just wait and do nothing or to keep fighting. And I want to encourage you burn the bridges. There are no other options. You got to keep fighting. And so in that season, I started Think Media. Like I started something new. And maybe you haven't started your YouTube channel yet. I want to encourage you. Now's the time to start. Maybe you've been stuck. Now's the time to get off the sidelines and start posting content again. And I want to encourage you, just like these other companies, you can be like one of these startups. You know, uh, listen, I know that a lot of us aren't going to become the Joe Rogan experience with zillions of listeners, but there is so many creator startups that are now established today. Why? Because they fought. They did not flee. They did not, you know, freeze. They fought during hard times and you got to seize the opportunity. The reason recession is an opportunity is because maybe your life slows down. Maybe you lose a job. And I know that you could be afraid of that. That's an opportunity. Two ways to look at any situation, right? The glass could be half empty or the glass could be half full. And you look at it like, man, I got a little extra time on my hands or maybe this particular thing, you know, the church fell apart and we're losing our homes and my wife is, is sick and I could look at this. This is real terrible stuff, but it's your opportunity to play the hand you're dealt. And especially now, maybe times are good. Seize the opportunity. Here's what I also mean YouTube strategy wise. Um, I interviewed Do It On A Dime a while back. So Do It On A Dime started her YouTube channel in 2011. And what she did was this, again, was still during a lot of economic pain and hardship. The bubble had burst real estate wise. America was reeling. Things were starting to rebuild. So she started a channel about saving money, about couponing, about helping people be more efficient with their finances. And now a decade later, she has 2.1 million subscribers. Here's my point. Entrepreneurs solve problems for a profit. So she saw a way to serve people, solve problems, answer specific questions, create a particular type of content that would help people in a particular season. See, while other people freeze and shrink back in fear, Content entrepreneurs listening to the Think Media podcast that are courageous and intelligent are going to start YouTube channels or pivot their existing YouTube channel or their content strategy to serve and help people. 
See, you could do you could run away from battle or you could run in and start helping people, picking up a weapon and start taking territory. Your opportunity during recession, look, there's still problems to solve. There's new problems to solve. Loan officers, higher interest rates, there's new problems to solve. Real estate agents, markets more complex, you need a new skill set to help people, right? As people are, are at home, maybe a little bit more discouraged, new entertainment opportunities where people are just looking for an outlet. New, this there, there is opportunities hidden in every adversity. And this is where I promised you, I said, this was how I turned adversity into an advantage during the last recession. The, the disruption of my life from all of these negative circumstances became the fuel for starting something new that today is 22 people on the Think Media team, that today is 2 million subscribers, that today is all from starting in this, it, it was something that was started during the hardest season of my life. And that is your opportunity right now. And by the way, at the time of listening to this, we don't really know what's going to come next in the economy. But a lot of experts are saying pain is coming, hardship is coming. So all I'm suggesting is this is your time to get prepared. Number one, to stay on offense. And number two, to seize the opportunity. Now I've got the action step for this one. And then um, I've got number three and the bonus one for you. But here's the action. And it's a question. How could you position or reposition your business and plan to serve the needs of people during an economic downturn? So how could you position your business or how could you reposition your business? If you're a business owner, it could be creating a new product, thinking about a different product. It could be thinking about pricing. It's thinking about how could you position yourself in light of the psychology of what's happening in people's minds, of what's happening in the economy. How could you position or reposition your business to serve the needs of people during an economic downturn. Number three, invest in the assets and reduce spending on liabilities. So as we prepare, and this would be a strategy, this strategy, right? These are three recession-proof YouTube strategies. This is how you're spending your money and what you're investing in. So what is an asset versus a liability? Well, an asset is something that helps you make more money. An asset is something that is a tax write-off. An asset is something that's related to your content creation business. Even if you're not really thinking that way yet, we have a three-part series. We have a lot of tax episodes coming up on the Think Media podcast to think about. As a content creator, you are a small business owner. You should start an LLC. You should start itemizing and keeping, of course, good records. A liability is something that actually hurts you, um, meaning it just is a waste. You can't write it off. It's just spending that is on something that's not going to help you go further faster. Um, something that just helps you escape. Now at times, of course, entertainment, travel, whatever. But when you really think about tough times, investing in assets is the move strategically. So this could be gear. How can you position yourself now to think about building out your battle station? Okay, let me make it easier. Let me invest in camera, lighting, USB microphone, uh, a dedicated area of my home. It could be a home office. Um, how can I invest in my content creation abilities? One of the, my favorite questions is if you're about to make a purchase, you should ask yourself, is this a write-off? Can it be a write-off on my taxes? And if it can't, you should second guess spending on it. And an asset 
investing in your business, if it's not wasteful, I'm not saying just buy a bunch of dumb gear you're not going to use. I'm saying buy intelligent. What kind of software could you buy? What kind of cameras? What kind of gear? What kind of tools could help you go further faster? A computer, a phone. You don't need the latest iPhone. But if you're if you're working off some old droid that's super slow and you're trying to create content faster, that matters. You want speed of content creation. So invest in the tools necessary to do the work and to get your creative work done. Investing in assets, you can invest in education. One of the best investments you can make, Benjamin Franklin said it this way, this way an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Some people say, hey, if I had $500, $1,000 to invest, where should I put it? Should I put it in the market? Maybe, but the market's going down right now. Where should I put it? You can't really buy a house for that. You can't get a loan. That's not enough money. You should reinvest those dollars when you have that kind of money in your ability to produce more. So that's why, I mean, back in 2009, 2010, I remember buying online courses on online marketing. I remember purchasing a course from, I'm going on his podcast recently, a guy named Dr. Dave Martin. That was all on mindset. I bought a course all about like the millionaire mindset so I could actually be consuming something helpful at the time when there was all this negativity around me. I wanted to invest in my mindset, in my education, in my skill set, buying books. See, an investment in yourself and knowledge pays the best interest. Investment in your network. You know, I'm not suggesting you have to do this or that this would even be right for you. But recently, I flew to Miami, which, and I flew Nolan to Miami to do a meetup, to shoot a podcast, to be on another podcast. Um, to tour uh, Valuetainment, which is Patrick Bet David's offices, because we eventually want to start offices like that at Think Media in Las Vegas. Um, and that was all at our own expense. And of course, we got the, the episode, the podcast episode. Uh, it was a deep experience for Nolan as we got to spend time together. And he's the content director of Think Media now. And so us spending more leadership time together. Here's my point. You may be in a solo creator season, so apply this to your season. But for me, that was a big, ex I mean, we're, we're spending food, we're spending airfare, we're spending hotel, but it was the best investment we could make. And the entire trip is a write-off because the whole thing was a business trip and pretty cool. I mean, we get to go to Miami and we're eating Cuban food at, you know, the Bayside Marketplace. And I mean, we're also, we've built a business around our lifestyle, around what we love to do. Pretty rad that we are Ubering around town and drinking coffee meeting up with creators and meeting up with some of our YouTube bootcamp members and all kinds of stuff. It was really cool. But all that, all of that investment was an investment in ourselves. It was an investment in our network. It was an investment in our education. It was an investment in content. So an asset could be gear. It could be education. It could be courses. It could be different things for your learning. It could be plane tickets. It could be events. And those things check with your CPA, but those can all be write-offs. An investment in another pair of shoes, especially in times like this, who cares? You don't need those, right? An investment in uh, just a bunch of stuff that is not going to help you, plus may not be a write-off in your taxes, this would be the time to invest in assets and reduce spending on liabilities. And so invest in skills. And here's a question for you, a couple action items. What skills do I need to survive and thrive in the new economy? What skills do I need as I look to 2023 and beyond? 
what skills do I need to not just survive, but also to thrive in a changing economy, in a down economy, in an uncertain economy, remembering that in recession, the money doesn't go away. It just changes hands. In a recession, some businesses shrink, but some grow. In a recession, some people struggle, others thrive. So what is the difference? Those who have a different skill set, those who have different levels of knowledge, those who are have a better network. Investing in your network is getting around the right people, getting in the right rooms, or getting in the right online communities. And so your action item for number three, before we do the bonus one, is what liabilities could you cut? What liabilities could you cut? Some real easy ones that, especially in a time like this, uh, it's a good time to cut drinking. It's a good time to cut weed. It's a good time to cut sugar. Like, again, a lot of times I get it. You want to escape. Maybe think about some of the liability. Is that an asset or a liability? It's a good time to cut those things that are stealing your... It's a good time to cut staying up all night watching junk content. It's a good time to invest in assets, sleep, health. By the way, health is a huge asset. To think about dollars spent, I, I always think of dollars invested in my health, whether that's nutritious food, whether that's supplements, whether that's red light therapy. I mean, buying red light panels, things like that. So what liabilities could you cut? This is a YouTube strategy. Friend, if you cut liabilities, you're cutting dead weight. You're cutting things that are slowing you down. You're cutting things that are holding you back going into 2023. And then what assets could you invest into to set yourself up for success? Work, how could you reallocate dollars? I will encourage you when people run, right? They just shrink back. The, the, the bad move is people who pull their money out of the market when it's down. I've known people, unfortunately, people I'm very close to who in 2008 panicked, pulled their money out of 401ks, the stock market, when if they, and they didn't need to retire at the time and they got absolutely crushed because they didn't ride it out. That was the wrong time to run. It would have been better to just wait. But the smart people actually go on offense. They dollar cost average into the market. They invest when it's down. They buy assets that are distressed. So what could you invest into what everybody else is moving away, running away? You invest into things that'll set you up to for success. I want to encourage you, you want to be very intelligent about where you're putting your money, but it is smart to still deploy your money. What happens when people are afraid, they don't invest the money. When it's a, it's a smart time to actually be very strategic with your finances. I know it's scary. A lot of times you wouldn't think, Oh, now's the time to build a battle station. Well, if you're going to use it, it's going to be a waste if you build out your YouTube battle station and you just sit on it. That's not what I'm suggesting at all. I'm saying you're committed to making a show. You're committed to weekly content. You're committed to all of the above. Well, then you want to invest in assets that are going to help you go further, faster. What assets could you invest into to set you up for success? All right, bonus tip number four as we land the plane. This one I, I had to add on here because it is definitely a huge strategy for how can you recession-proof your uh, business, your YouTube plan, and it's protect your mindset. I know when you think strategies, you think tactics. Of course, you should be inve investing in short-form content. YouTube shorts are going to get 45% you know, monetization. That's super interesting. Um, if you 
go back in the podcast archives. We did an episode about two big opportunities that is short form and long form. But this is strategic in my mind because your mind is your greatest asset. Protect your mindset, okay? I'm, I wanted to get this podcast into your hands, into your phone, into your tablet, wherever you listen or watch this, because your mindset matters so much. And you got to protect your mindset, especially when the mainstream narrative and the mainstream news and, and maybe your friends and maybe your peers and everybody around you is just operating in fear or in scarcity or on defense or on negativity. And what's wild is, of course, while there's truth to that, the, tr the opposite is also true. While some people are stuck in negativity, there's plenty of people who are being positive. For, for people that you can find that are stuck in scarcity, there's people who are still living in abundance. And I'm not trying to speak at all from an entitled place here. I recognize my position today, but I would say that back in 2009, I've got some credibility in 2010, we couldn't have been in more scarcity. This is the scarcest time of my life. We were absolutely crushed. Health is scarce. Wealth is scarce. Friends, we had destruction all around us, but I chose to operate in an abundant mindset. I chose to think big in small places. I chose my perspective. Your attitude is a choice. Your perspective is a choice. So protect your mindset. Practically, who you're around matters. I think it's 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 smart to audit your circle going into 2023. What you watch matters. You are what you eat. If you're watching fear porn YouTube videos or Instagram reels and TikToks, and what do I mean by that? If you just are swiping just to watch negative news and negative economic reports and negative this and that, it's good to stay informed, but you really got to ask yourself, what did you really learn or how did that really help you? If all it did was negatively affect your psychology and your mindset, then you just disempowered yourself to maybe, if you're watching content that is feeding a why try spirit, well, why even try? You know, I started posting some videos for a couple months, but the whole world's melting and everything's falling apart around me. Man, why even try? Yeah, sure enough, confirms what I thought. You know, Uncle Ed was saying the same thing. Oh, the next two years are going to suck. Sure enough, like why even try? Like that's not helpful. Whereas if you get around people who are possibility thinkers, not impossibility thinkers, are people around you just saying, why even try, you know, to post content on YouTube? Why even, why even try to break through? And it's so crowded now. Then there's just no, who do you even think you are? Impossibility thinkers will pull you down. Negativity and fear is contagious. But guess what? Courage is also contagious. You got to protect your mindset. And I just want to encourage you to say that, especially during recessionary periods, you know, I remember back in those days, the way I protected my mindset was first what I chose to listen to. Again, I remember I, I told you I purchased a program for my now friend, Dr. Dave Martin, who, who just had me thinking possibility, had me thinking solutions, had me thinking learning. I was buying, I bought it these days, there were CDs, right? I know it's all MP3s and Spotify. I bought a communications program off of eBay. I was learning from Chris Widener and John Maxwell because I wanted to get better as a communicator, a skill set. I was sharpening my skills. I was investing in 
auditory resources. Like these days you have Audible, so you can just grab audiobooks. There was no Audible. So I was investing in things that were going to feed my courage, feed my faith. For me, I was staying planted in church, even though I didn't want to because of all the drama that was happening in my church. I stayed planted. I was investing for me in reading the Bible, feeding my spirit. I was investing. I was around possibility thinkers. One of those was Jeff Moores, who today is a church planner in Oceanside, California. And we both were living in Marysville before he moved to Oceanside. And, and it was like iron sharpens iron. He was a faith friend. It was somebody who, again, courage is contagious. I was like, Jeff, we actually started this project back then called Think International. The reason Think Media today is called Think Media is because we started this YouTube channel called Think International, where we were interviewing uh, church leaders and faith-based leaders and authors. And um, he was kind of like, if you know the biblical story, Jonathan and his armor bearer. He was like, dude, let's do something. Let's like go up and, and fight these Philistines. See if, see if this works out. Like maybe God will be on our side. Maybe we'll be able to, maybe we'll win. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. And the armor bearer is like, all right, dog, let's like, you know, let's ride at dawn. Giddy up. You need those kind of people in your life. Courage is contagious. And as we started that, and as I used the gear and I took out a loan to start my business, Clear Vision Media, camera gear and all that stuff. We used that gear to start Think International. I started getting questions about what cameras are you using? How are you producing these videos? How do you edit your videos? And I was like, I should start like a media angle of this. And I called it Think Media TV at the time, right? And so I started something back to seize the opportunity and back to stay on the offense. I started something in the midst of a negative time because I was also around someone positive. I had Jeff in my life. I had my wife in my life, even though she's going through health challenges or whatever. We are faith people. And there was depressed weeks, right? There's tough weeks. There's tough times. And there was bills piling up and stuff hitting us and definitely drama in our lives. But we had to choose, watch, listen, to protect your mindset. We had to choose to feed our faith and starve our fears. Here's your action items. Who should you spend less time with? Listen, I know sometimes this could be delicate. Not saying that you've got fr friends or family members that are maybe toxic or super negative. Here is your option. You can set boundaries. You can limit your time, okay? If you haven't read Dr. Henry Cloud's book, Boundaries, that's a good one to be thinking about. There's certain people where you're not gonna maybe cut them out of your life, their friends or family members, but it's your choice of how you spend time. And if you get busy about your vision and you get busy about your dreams and you get your calendar packed with content creation and with innovation and with ideation and with in and and with being on offense during these coming years, friends, what you can build, it reminds me of the Dave Ramsey quote, live today like no one else so that later in life you can live like no one else. There's going to be some people and I pray it's you listening to this even right now, there's going to be some people who this is the worst two to three years of their life. And there's going to be some people who this is the best two to three years of their life that sets them up for the next 20 to 30 years. That might sound extreme, but literally what you do during this moment, if you choose not to run, you choose not to freeze, but you choose to fight, what you do can set you up for the next decade and beyond. So you get to choose where should you be spending less time? What should you stop watching? 
Just not helpful right now. I got to put that away right now. What should you stop watching? That habit, what, what should you stop doing? It's not helpful right now. I got to put that away right now. This is the time where I'm a little too fragile. My emotions are too fragile. This, there's, there's, I need to be clear-headed. I need to be clear-thinking. I need to be locked in. I gotta, I gotta focus right now. What should you stop watching? I, I can't feed off that negativity. I, I shouldn't. Sp- I, my routine is every night I turn on the news. That news is not really helping me because all I do is I'm informed with information that I couldn't change anyways. Instead of doing that, I'm gonna lean into some education. I'm gonna turn off the the news. I'm gonna turn on a program, an audio book, an online course, something that's actually gonna help me skill up, and that's gonna feed my courage, what people, places, communities are most beneficial for your mindset. That's the final action question. What people, who can you double down with and create an alliance with right now? Any office listeners, watchers, Jim and Jim goes to Dwight. Do you want to form an alliance? Dwight goes to Jim and Jim goes, absolutely. I do. (laughs) Right. And they form an alliance. Who should you honestly form an alliance with? You go, man, I mean, I really want to invest in that relationship because that is a courageous person. And whenever I'm around them, uh, you know, how can I, well, how can I get around them more? How can we collab more? How can we build that out? Where, what places, what communities, what communities online? I know you might feel like, Sean, I don't have anyone in my local community. That's the power of online communities. It could be a Facebook group, Discord. It could be, you know, a podcast like this, being very selective. What is your weekly routine of feeding your courage. What people, places, communities are most beneficial to your mindset. My friend, these are a couple ideas. It's really four recession-proof YouTube strategies for 2023. And uh, I've got one more tip for you, but today's episode is brought to you by uh, Learn Video 2023. That's learnvideo2023.com. And uh, that is a limited time offer. This uh, I recorded this during our challenge week and we're doing a five-day challenge. You may or may not have heard about that. And at any given time during the year, we do have a program called Video Ranking Academy, but only three times this year. We only did three challenges. We do a special uh, offer on it. So if you've been on the fence, maybe you've heard about it before. Uh, if, if that's not something you're interested in, don't even worry about it. But if you've been hearing about all of our success students with Video Ranking Academy, and you would say this, I'm serious about starting reviving or growing my YouTube channel in 2023, then um, this is by far the best offer of the year when it comes to the bonuses and the price and everything else. So that's learnvideo2023.com if you want to see those details. That is truly a limited offer. So check that out. Um, I got one other thing to say uh, to share with you, but if you're on YouTube, it would mean the world to me if you hit the like button. Subscribe to the Thick Media Podcast on audio or video. And if this episode specifically added fuel to your fire, or you have a big takeaway or an aha moment, it would mean the world to me if you dropped um, a review on Apple Podcasts. That's the best place to give us feedback if you are getting value out of the Think Media Podcast. Only takes a minute or two, and you can give it a star rating and maybe give me some feedback about any episode or specifically this episode. Final thing, stay cool and collected. No matter what you do, keep your head on your shoulders. Stay cool and collected. Great leaders keep perspective, maintain clarity, and remain calm when storms brew. I don't know everything that's coming in the next couple of years. I know that I'm not going to be scared. I'm going to get prepared. I know that I'm not going to run away. I'm going to run into the fight. I'm going to be wise. 
but I'm still going to take calculated risks. That's what entrepreneurs do because being on offense means stepping out of our comfort zones. And especially as content creators, it means punching fear in the face, punching perfectionism in the face and pressing record. So I want to thank you for being a part of our Think Media podcast community. Thanks for checking out this episode. Share this maybe with somebody that needs to hear this message. And I look forward to seeing you, of course, every Tuesday for our official uh, episode drop on the podcast, whether you listen to it on YouTube or audio. Until then, my name is Sean Cannell, Rhymes with YouTube channel, and we will talk soon.